0: We speak with the mayor of a sinking island. We do a fact check on sea level rise, and we run down the latest research. This is the Climate Lead. I'm Evan Layman, editor of Climate Wire.
1: I'm Robin Bravender, Climate Wire deputy editor. So today we called uh, Mayor James Eskridge of Tangier Island, uh, off the coast of Virginia.
0: He spoke with President Trump about a year ago about sea level rise. The waters have been rising and erosion has been increasing and they need $30 million to build seawalls to save their island, they say. They have not gotten that money yet.
1: We called the mayor today in Tangier. Can you paint a picture of your island for us?
2: It's a small island. It's uh, it's actually three ridges that the folks live on and it's surrounded by wetlands, marshland. But I guess our highest point is only four feet above sea level population is about 450, 460. It's a close-knit community, a spiritual community.
1: Some scientists are saying that the island might have to be abandoned in a few decades. Are the people who live there worried about that?
2: Uh, Yes, definitely. Uh, uh, Getting protection for the island and maybe the island not being here, it's always on people's minds. When we have a hurricane or a tropical system that even comes close to the island, or a strong nor'easter, uh, I would say probably 60% of the island will flood, will go underwater. But it's uh, it's not because of sea level rise. It would be because we just don't have anything to stop the wave action.
0: So what are you seeing?
2: I've, I'm not seeing any difference from when I was a young boy. I, I don't remember it, but my father told me about a hurricane they had in 19... 19- thirty three there was uh, probably the highest water we've ever had on the island. And there was a large boat that went aground on the streets of Tangier and that was in nineteen thirty three and since then we haven't had a tide that could actually float a boat nowhere near that position where that boat was since nineteen thirty three. So like I say, I mean it's I just it's sea level rise, I just don't I just don't see it. If it, if I do see it, I'll say it. But our our concern here is what we can see, and um, uh, and that's that's the erosion problem.
1: And you're hoping that President Trump's policies will will speed up sort of the infrastructure projects yes. For that.
2: Yes, yes.
1: What sort of help are you looking for from the government?
2: Just to move things along. Um, it just takes so long to to get approved for these things. The situation is getting critical, and uh, we just need something to be done if it's going to be done.
0: So have you seen progress since President Trump has taken office?
2: I have. I have seen progress. I, uh, you know, we've been in contact with uh, folks from the Interior Department and Fish and Wildlife, and uh, it's all due to the call from the president.
1: Do you plan to vote for President Trump again?
2: Oh, yes, definitely. And and, And a lot of folks condemn us because... If you voted for Donald Trump, or if you don't go along with sea level rise and climate change, then you're you're hated with with a lot of people. You know, I, I don't understand that. Uh, you can have a difference of opinion on something and vote for different candidates and still be civil with each other. We've received quite a few nasty letters. Uh, folks saying, you know, they hope we drown out here and hope everybody dies on the island and that sort of thing. Really? That's too bad. Yeah. I just, I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's strange. Um, well, thanks, Mayor Eskridge. Uh, we, we really appreciate you getting on the line today.
2: Yeah, no problem.
1: Hope you have some nice weather again today.
2: Yep. Yeah, we have fog today. Thank you. All right.
0: We asked Don Bosch, an environmental science professor at the University of Maryland, to fact check some of those claims
3: well i think people you know see what they want to see in many cases and if and if um uh, if you face the reality of the seas rising then it threatens your existence so uh, you know they, they you see on a on a daily basis or a weekly basis the shoreline erosion but they're coupled because as the water levels rise that also uh causes more wave energy to uh, proceed against the shoreline, and so the, the erosion rates are g- driven by sea level rise. And so, the fact that the sea, the level of the Chesapeake Bay has is, is been rising, is really not not in debate. It's unequivocal. It's ba- you know, based on tide gauges and so on. So what we see, and we've seen historically, is the loss of a lot of these islands that once existed in the bay and once were populated. Uh, being looking like they were eroded away, but but largely driven by the fact that the sea, the water level of the bay has been rising, we're eroding farther and farther inland.
0: And how 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 high has the sea risen in the Chesapeake Bay specifically?
3: We had the the combination of the two, land sinking and the ocean rising during the 20s, last hundred years, say, has been a little over a foot. Uh, m- about two thirds of that is due to the water level rising, the uh, sea level level rising, and the other third has been doing has been to the land sinking. Going into the next century, you know, this century and, and beyond, uh, that will be that rate of sinking will continue roughly the same level, but the rate of uh, ocean rising is uh, is uh, increasing quite more substantially. Of course, how much it will rise depends on us, because it's a a feature of the warming of the Earth, and if we can slow that rate of warming, we have a chance to manage the future sea level rise. If we don't, then we will have um, very substantial sea level rise to contend with by the end of this century and beyond.
1: Our science reporter, Chelsea Harvey, has been tracking some of these studies, too. We've got her on the line today.
0: So you wrote a story about some research coming out this week that says even if we stop emissions now, sea level will continue to rise for hundreds of years going forward. Explain that to us.
4: So um, so even if we stopped all greenhouse gas emissions tomorrow, there are certain climate effects that are just locked in for years into the future. Carbon dioxide tends to stick around in the atmosphere for a really long time, hundreds of years. So its effects are going to linger and, and build even after those emissions stop. Then even after global temperatures stabilize, so you know a few decades after that, Um, There are other effects of the warming that's already taken place that are just going to continue to occur. The warming that's already occurred has already started to affect uh, some of the physical processes that affect ice loss in, say, Greenland and Antarctica, and have started to kind of destabilize those ice sheets. So even if uh, the climate were to stop warming, suddenly um, some of those processes are kind of – potentially unstoppable at this point, and you're going to continue to lose ice and raise global sea levels for for decades, uh, even hundreds of years afterwards. This new study that just came out uh, this week suggests that even 300 years into the future, um, even if we were to stop emitting all greenhouse gases in this century for hundreds of years more, the seas are going to continue to rise.
1: But you mentioned in your story that even though those impacts are going to be long-lasting, it would still... um sort of blunt the impacts if, if emissions did stop, correct?
4: Right, absolutely. And that's the really interesting thing about this study uh, is it suggests that even the difference of just a few years in when we peak our global emissions and, and start bringing them back down again um, can actually make a really big difference. So um, the study suggests that for every five years we delay our global emissions, so so bringing them up to their highest point, and then then and, and starting to bring them back down. For every five years delay, we might be tacking on an average of another eight inches of sea level rise,
1: uh, three hundred years into the future.
0: Can you give us a quick rundown of where we are on sea level rise?
1: How freaked out should we be?
4: <laughs> sure. Um, so currently, uh, it's estimated that the rate of sea level rise is about three millimeters a year. Um, but what's interesting is uh, several recent studies, a handful of recent studies in the last year or so, um, suggest that that rate is actually accelerating.
0: And call me cynical, but I bet that argument doesn't resonate well with lawmakers today.
4: <laughs> no, it, it's, it's really, uh, I mean, I think that's the great challenge of uh, climate change communication is it's really hard. Um, to sort of – it's really hard to bring a point home uh, when you're looking at effects that are so far into the future. You know, people want to know, how is this going to affect me right now? And it doesn't resonate as much if you're saying, oh, you know, 300 years into the future, this is what the world is going to look like. But you really do have to think about, um, you know, what do we want the world to be like for our children and our grandchildren our great-grandchildren? I mean, you know, these are are people who are still going to be living on the planet hundreds of years from now, and what we do now is is going to have a huge effect on –
0: Um, the way the world looks for them.
1: Thank you, Chelsea. Sure, absolutely. In breaking news today, we received our Climate Lead trucker hats, and they're amazing.
0: That's right. They're red, white, and blue, and they look pretty sharp. Yeah. So we want to give one away. So the first person to tweet at me with a link to the Climate Lead will get one. Good luck. Good luck. Have fun.
1: You can check out all of our sea level rise stories and more at eenews.net.
0: See you next time.